So after nearly 20 years of making under-the-radar regional horror comedies in New England, the Motrin Media franchise is now beginning to be recognized outside of Manchester, New Hampshire for its witty and bizarre series of movies, Freaky Farley, Murder, Monsters, and Marriage in Manch Vegas, and the seminal Don't Let the River Beast Get You Are, Labors of Love, made with an infectious sense of fun. In 2017, the Moturn Troupe produced the Moturn Media Christmas Special, and here to talk about it is the man behind the whole operation, writer, composer, and leading man, Mr. Matt Farley. Matt, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. So this Christmas special, um, uh, I just saw it this holiday season uh, after kind of coming upon your, your work in the last year. I kind of saved the holiday special for it, you know, that, right for that this time of the year. It, it's, it's fun. It's very different from uh, other pieces. It really feels like it's, it's, it's television uh, as opposed to all your other pieces, which, you know, are out in the field. What was the idea behind the uh, Christmas special? Um, uh, so I get, we had just released the previous year we had released slingshot cops, which, you know, which we were more or less working on from the end of river beast river beast came out in 2012. And that's when we started talking about slingshot cops. And so then it was a four year, uh, ordeal to, to complete slingshot cops. And, um, and you know, my kids were young and you know same for like a lot of the people we work with where it's like it's really hard to ask people to devote several days of of shooting when we know just how hectic their daily lives are but it's like we still wanted to do something and so i don't know just i i had i had been brainstorming about i wanted to do like a a, a competitor to saturday night live you know i wanted my own called moturn media monthly where just once a month I do a variety show and um and that that was obviously a lot of work too so then it then it it finally got whittled down to let's just do a good old-fashioned Christmas special and the beauty of it is um we can we would we'll just spend one weekend working on it you know and we'll kind of film it in uh, obviously there's cuts and takes and whatnot but as tr true to live tv as possible where we actually get people in my garage we we make it seem like a studio and we, we just roll through the script um, as, as quickly as possible. So it was just a matter of doing a fun uh, project that wasn't going to, to kill us uh, in terms of the time we had to put into it. That was shot in your garage. Yeah. Man, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, again, I, we were just talking before this, you know, I, I, I'm, I live in Brooklyn now, even though I'm from New England, it, it's, I've been in New York for so long that the idea of shooting, having that space, I thought you were in some sort of small studio or something. I couldn't, I was trying to put my finger on it the whole time I was watching. Yeah. It. And anyone who's seen it and then before coming to my house, you know, they've seen the Christmas special. Then they come and look at the garage and they say, wait, this is where you filmed the Christmas special. <laughs> it's so like, they're like, whoa, it's even smaller than it looks on TV. Like, oh my goodness. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I moved here in 2012. And basically the, as soon as I uh, signed the, um, the papers, I, I, I was calling Charlie. I'm like, Charlie, I got a, I got a two car garage. This is great. If you've seen Slingshot Cops, that's um, the whole police station is just the two car garage too. Yeah. I bought a bunch of really like the cheapest red drapes you could ever find. And like, 
they were they only had so many in stock of one shade of red that um i had and i they all got delivered and i was like oh man there's still exposed walls so i had to order like a slightly different shade of red not that it matters but i mean frankly i'm pretty um i'm pretty happy with it you know it, it i think we pulled it off we fooled you yeah well, you know, what I like about your movies is having all these people coming in and it's interesting seeing them all in one place at one time. I know you've talked a little bit in the past about the anxiety of like having your friends or family or people you work with coming in and working on your sets, volunteering their time and kind of it feeling a little stressful not knowing how long you're going to have them for because, you know, there's nothing really keeping them. But it's a passion project for you. Here it seemed like, uh, I was wondering what was going through your mind with this one because it seemed like you, you really had everyone together. How long was the production? Um, it was, I mean, all the stuff in the garage, you know, the, in the, the red draped studio was one day. Um, people, I think we had people start showing up around 9.30 or 10 in the morning. And the beauty of this one was, like, we didn't, we, we had very few, like, parts that we knew who was going to do what. And so we just made it like whoever's there at the moment that we're doing the next skit, we'll give out the parts based on who happens to be there and who wants to do it, you know? And then slowly, you know, and, and so that's so low pressure. Anyone can leave at any time. Like we knew Kevin McGee had to sing uh, Mama's Apple or Christmas Apple Pie. And so like when he came, like, all right, halt, forget what we're doing now. McGee, McGee yeah. has, got, has got to do the song. Let's get on set. <laughs> everyone else has to is on hold um but but that, i i love doing it that way and you know by the end of the night it was just like five of us you know and so it's like all right well i guess uh, i guess you'll do this part because uh there's no one else so you know if you want screen time you're rewarded for sticking around you know and it it's like the true believers are still around but the night before we filmed a little, um, like the, a lot of those commercial, um, the inter, interstitial the commercial thing, yeah. we did those uh, the night before. And then um, the day after we grabbed a couple other little like outdoor shots, et cetera. But, um, but it was good. It was good. You know, and it's like having a deadline is really good. I think, you know, um, like, all right, we we're only doing it this weekend and then it has to be released before Christmas. And, because without a deadline, projects can often just um, drag and drag and drag and then just never amount to anything. Uh, you mentioned Christmas apple pie. Um, this is all a musical, and that number in particular was amazing. That uh, Christmas laughter stood out to me. Um, were those all songs that you wrote? Yeah, well, Mama's apple pie, Christmas apple pie was originally Mama's apple pie, and Kevin and I wrote it way back in like 2000 three or something he he wrote the lyrics and then i worked with him on on the melody and the chords and stuff and that's been released uh, we have a band called the spoiled chefs um we do songs about food from way way back um and so then i was just like oh what, let's have mcgee come and um and we'll rewrite christmas mama's apple pie to make it christmas apple pie then holiday laughter yeah uh, charlie and i wrote the lyrics together when we were writing out the whole script of the thing and the opening song, Jandek Claus is going to get you. That was an original. And then we had a, a guy named John Cross. He lives in Brooklyn, too. Uh, he did um, he did a, a Moe's Haven song, which is like the first band I was in. Uh, he performed. And that, that part, that's when the River Beast is dancing with uh, Santa Claus. It's just mm -hmm. like 
the strangest <laughs> moment in uh, in Christmas history, but I love it. Going to your to your music stuff for just a second, because again, like, like if I haven't made this clear to people, you also have like uh, a career as a as a musician with whole line of names that you perform under: toilet bowl cleaners, the uh, paparazzis. Um, uh, what, get, throw some more out there. What uh, what else? The very nice, interesting singer man, yeah. the odd man who sings about poop, puke, and pee. The sorry apology song person. Regional, um, what's the what's the one where you sing about local towns and everything? Um, the guy who sings songs about cities and towns. I just finished Indiana and I'm doing Delaware next. Beautiful. All that's to say, I wonder, Delaware, that's interesting. I didn't see a lot of Christmas music uh, going through like your stuff on Spotify, which is funny because it's hard to tell sometimes, you know, if I'm looking at all of your stuff. But is there is there like, um, am I missing something? I have a handful of, of Christmas songs, but um, like five, six or so. I just, um, my, my general approach is to go where people, other people aren't going. And there's plenty of Christmas songs. Um, not a lot of songs about Delaware cities. Yeah. I saw the Christmas, uh, one Christmas song was on a whole uh, album about other holidays. Uh, and uh, Yeah. 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 I, so I covered a lot of holidays there. Then um, there, there's a handful of other ones. There's, the Jingle Bell Poop song, um, which is mildly popular. Um, but again, it's, I mean, I, I generally think the trick is to, to go, uh, to try to stand out somewhere rather than just go, I mean, everyone's got a Christmas album, you know? Yeah, put your elbows into like Christmas stuff. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. So I also want to ask you about suburbia and this, I, I'm trying to, I'm going to struggle a little bit to find out what the question I'm having here is, if you'll, if you'll bear with me. So of course. I watched a lot of Christmas movies for this, um, this episode I'm doing. And, you know, a lot of like off-brand lifetime, off-brand, you know. Um, I, one thing I find is that there's a very suburban quality to them. And, you, and uh, that's different from like, um, I think a lot of the suburban qualities that you tend to talk about uh, and look for in uh, like the regional horror films that... Uh, that, that you kind of champion uh, both with your work and, and advocate for. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? I, again, I don't know what my question here is, but it's just something that when I think about uh, Christmas movies, uh, you know, it's funny. I did think about like Moturn even, you know, before I even think I, I, I sort of thought about like talking about this particular special. Um, so, yeah, I, I love, I love the suburbs. Um and I, in the same way that I sing about Delaware, um, instead of singing about something that might, might be popular, like I'm a champion of, of the suburbs because um, the suburbs are kind of like poo-pooed, you know, by you hoity-toity uh, <laughs> city folk. <laughs> Present company excluded, of course. No, no, um, I get so rageful when I'm in the suburbs, but it's all like childhood anxiety, like coming up. I, I'm owning it now, now that I'm older. <laughs> So yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, I, I don't know, but I just, I just know that, um, I'm, I'm, I'm naturally like, um, a reactionary or, or I like to go against the grain. And so I, but, but typically against the grain means like, you know, an artiste, you know, in the city, you know, like, a, and so I'm going against, against the grain by, <laughs> by being in the suburbs and being more creative than these supposedly artistic people in um in cultural hubs you know and just saying take that in your face you know 
You think yeah. that only only weirdos in in Hollywood and New York can be artistic? Oh yeah, <laughs> take this. I just did an album about Delaware. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just made a Christmas special. I mean, there's a lot of like um, aw shucks and 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 happiness um, on the surface of my work, but like <laughs> beneath it is this just this rage filled <laughs> um, guy who's just like feels like constantly feels um disrespected so yeah. that that's all i got on that that's topic. what i'm saying that's what the suburbs <laughs> does to me too it's it's a, it's a phenomenal but but you work with it that's what i love about your work i think in a lot of ways is like like that you do kind of like lean into it in a way that sounds true like feels true to me so um do you think um that um i'm going to come out and say that the um the motrin media christmas special is way better than terminator 2 Oh yeah, I mean, but um, my knowledge of Terminator Two is pretty, um, pretty limited. But if I've even seen the whole thing, but um, yeah, you know, I'm not a big action movie guy anyway, too. So uh, I'm biased. But uh, plus, I think T Two. I mean, what's the runtime on that? Like two hours and, two and twenty half. minutes or something? It's 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 a lift. Yeah, that's that is rough. That's hard to to get through two and a half hours of that. Whereas, uh, what we're like forty seven minutes for the Christmas special, and uh, I know we haven't even mentioned it yet, and I know we're probably wrapping up. But uh, I'm I'm particularly proud again in in going in in a direction that no one would go. Like the the cultural icon that we're lampooning in our Christmas special is Jandek, and and he's like an incredibly underground artist from Houston. Are you familiar with Jandek? I'm, I'm not. I, I, I caught the joke that he was an atonal artist. Yeah, so he's this sort of atonal artist from, from Houston, Texas, who's been putting out records, literal vinyl records for the first like 20 years of his career, and just, just like dumping them on the, on the world, you know, and like no one was interested in them for ages. Uh, you know, I... <laughs> When I learned about him, I was like, man, this guy reminds me of me, you know, and I love him. I send him fan mail and everything. He's the best. And from what I've heard, he's watched the Christmas special and got a kick out of it. But um, I just like that kind of thing. It's like, let's be let's be like defiantly um, specific in, in the things that we're going to celebrate, you know, and to have like, I mean, you can't get much more of it like a joke for only people in the know than to have, you know, uh, uh, a play on Jandek in your Christmas special. And uh, that's a great, great accomplishment for me. I'm, I'm proud. Yeah. You know, and, and it feels, I don't get, I didn't get that watching it, but you know, I still enjoyed the show. Like I could tell that there was something, you know, you were like alluding to something. Um, I just wasn't sure exactly what it was, but. Um, yeah. Guess, but you didn't need to know. You don't need to know. That's the thing. You, you can yeah, still enjoy it. And, you know, totally. Like, yeah. So, um, hey, well, thank you so much. Um, I know you guys have um, another feature that you're trying to work on. You're, you're <sighs> trying to wrap up, but the, is this, stop me if this is getting a little too painful with the world being in the way. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I, I enjoy obstacles, you know, so <laughs> we hoped, we, we thought the movie Metal Detector Maniac would be done and, and premiered by now, but we just have like a weekend, maybe three days of filming to do. And it's just, too hard to get people to across state lines currently to um to do it so um in the meantime though we're writing the the next movie and frankly um there's a chance the next movie will be shot and, and released before the current movie is but they will they, 
even if we've aged like five, six years, you know, within the movie, we're still going to finish it at some point. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to anything, Matt, that you have coming up. Um, love your work. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, hasta la vista. All right. This has been great. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, Matt. Stay safe out there.